0: Hi, welcome to Intuition Your First Sense. This is episode 18 and I'm Vicky Baird. Same Vicky Baird who was here for the other 17 episodes and here I am. This week we're going to talk about spirit guides. Who they are, how they connect with you, how you can benefit from having a communication with them, and how you can kind of upgrade your own system so that your connecting with them, and then they get little promotions along the way, and I'll explain all that. If you've been enjoying Intuition, Your First Sense, please remember to subscribe, write a review, send comments. You can do a voice comment on Anchor, and we can play it on one of the episodes, and then I can respond to what you said and hear your amazing voice as well. So let's get started. Vickybear.com. It's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut, it's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. This episode about guides is one that has been requested by quite a few people. And, you know, I'm pretty smart. I listen to those things. The guide realm, like I talked in episode eight, in all of the, where I described all the different realms that are available energetically, and probably there's more that I didn't cover, but in the the honoring your own system and not short-circuiting your motherboard, I figure we'll do this in bite-sized pieces. So guides. Guides are that realm. If you listen to episode eight, you'll remember. If not, here we go. Guides are that realm that are just above the astral realm. Now, the astral realm is where you go when you go to sleep. It's the vibrational frequency when you croak and you have left your physical body and your pure positive energy. There is a, uh, a, a space and in and a frequency that you will vibrate at. We all will. We all get that chance. Everybody croaks. Lighten up about that. And this space then has many, 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 many levels to it. And our role in in being human is to be in that space for hundreds of lifetimes. So if you think you're on your last one, you probably aren't because that's your ego talking to you saying you're on your last one. If you are listening to yourself and you are really doing the best you can with the knowledge you have at that time, you are being a fantastic soul. And you just keep doing that because part of the process for all of us is to come back lifetime after lifetime to gain on this knowledge and to expand and hopefully put it into work. And then we graduate to the spirit guide level. So spirit guides have walked the earth before. They have been through this human thing, which is one of the reasons I just love them so much because sometimes I can feel the empathy from them that, oh, you cute human, I know where you are, I've been there, and just hang on, it's okay. So spirit guides do not physically incarnate again. They don't have to because they've arrived, each of them on their own path and trajectory, they've arrived in a place of complete self-acceptance. And that's a little challenging because accepting others, we are maybe conditioned or taught that that's where the ultimate euphoria and and, uh, expression of the human self is. I slightly disagree with that. I believe it's self-acceptance because that one is so challenging because as you navigate through it and you feel like, oh, I really do know who I am, I like who I am, I'm operating at my highest frequency, something's going to come along that's going to help you expand because that's why we're here to learn, right? So spirit guides have gone through this process and have arrived in a place where they no longer need to do the human thing. And we are all spirit guides in training. So think about that from one side of the coin that's exciting because it means that this eternity thing really does exist. That might be exhausting for some of you at this point, but it gets a little bit lighter. And when you think about there's a somewhat of a plan, someone like myself who lives in the world of energetic and and things that aren't necessarily concrete all the time but have, have learned to trust that. I like a plan. I like that there's some kind of blueprint there. Everybody's is very different, but I like that there's some kind of blueprint that (laughs) I know I'm shooting for that spirit guide level, kind of like when you're playing the video games and stuff, which I totally stink at, but I like the premise of leveling up. So guides, within that frequency, there are several levels of that – Uh, evolution as well. So you have a guide for every area of your life. If you're having a challenge with relationships, you have a guide for that. If you are having a difficult time um, ascertaining what you would like to do as your income producer, you have a guide for that. If you would like to – I should probably call on this next one. It just occurred to me. If you would like to learn how to make more scrumptious meals, you have a guide for that. Mine's probably so bored because I never ask for help in that area. So – and then you have within that spirit guide realm or evolution, it goes right up to think of the most evolved energy being – knowledgeable of spirit as well as of heart and connection, there's a guide at that level too. So when you're struggling with that or you're doubting that you have any of those uh, connective abilities, well, I would ask for that guide as well. And I'm going to talk about how to do that rather than just throw it out there and say, ah, just ask. Yeah, asking Is not the challenging part. It's the receiving that can be a little tricky. So I'm going to talk about that in the second part of the show. So, why would these guides want to help? Well, it's much like you want to help other people if you have knowledge that they don't have. So, say you have a particular interest in something and you're talking to someone who, who knows nothing about the molecular structure of foam. Um, and you do. You get excited about speaking of that. And so the guides get very excited about being called on. Now, my guides are not your guides. We all have our own crew. And I've said before I refer to mine as the team because when they first showed up to me, they showed up in, like, baseball uniforms. And that threw me for a little bit, and then I figured it out. So they also have a leveling up that they're doing too because as you're asking for help, they're learning and they're expanding and, you know, maybe being able to help on a more – Um, esoteric level or a meta, you know, up above the physical. Well, technically, they're above the physical all the time, but helping us to achieve that. They're learning as we go along. And that's one of the reasons that I think it's important to remind yourself that you can't interrupt them. (laughs) You can't bother them. You can't even ask more than they're capable of receiving the request because they're non-physical. They're not limited by these physical bodies and the clock and everything that we sometimes get bogged down in. So they're also wanting to be of service. They want to help you to maybe connect with your own heart or to learn how to ride that unicycle. I don't know who out there is learning how to ride a unicycle, but that was a great picture that just popped in my third eye, and I really appreciate that because that's a lot of fun. So all of these examples of energies that are around you, there are helpers. And a lot of the times, the non-physical world ends up helping me to navigate this physical world and to feel supported and loved and connected. And they want to connect, and you've been connecting with them, even if you have absolutely no sense that you have. If you've ever asked a question or been mulling something over in your brain, and then all of a sudden something drops in, and you're like, hey, that's a pretty good idea, that response it's like a call and response like in kirtan you know where you call out and the chanting and then someone and then the musicians chant back to you there's a call and response that happens with all of our team members and that was the response and however you received it whether it was claircognizantly it just dropped in clairvoyantly you had a picture like I just did of the unicycle or clairsentient you felt it however it gets in it's so valid And it's learning like anything else in the first sense. It's learning to practice this. It's learning to give yourself the permission to allow this connection to be there. So one of the best ways to connect with your troop, your tribe, your team, there's a lot of T's there, your posse, you can call them whatever you want, is to take a few moments And sit quietly, it does require becoming still. This is, I have not found this to be truly effective when first learning. Once you've got the channel down, you can absolutely be in movement and it's totally fine or driving a car or anything like that. But when you first connect with them, you want to have a seat, you want to be in a space where you're ready to receive because, like I said, the asking is easy. You, we ask all day long. We send requests we don't even connect with our cognitive self about because it comes from the emotional place. So but having a seat and tuning into one guide, just one. So pick an area of your life. Pick something that you're working on. Um for me right now, it would be cohesiveness because uh, so many parts of my life are are merging at this moment and it looks a little bit like the 495 on Friday <laughs> and – or uh, what is it? The 401 or something like that in California or something like that, 405, 405, 495, 405. All those fours. Oh, fours are angel numbers. Um, But it's like trying to merge on a Friday afternoon and all those taillights and everything. It's challenging if you get all of that coming in at once. So if you pick one and you connect with the guide that is going to be of the most service. And the way that I would do that is remember you need to put your white light out. You need to surround yourself. Ask Archangel Michael for white light. And then – Say, I'd like to connect with my spirit guide for writing and then take some breaths. This is not instant gratification. There's so much joy in working towards something and putting some effort in and having it manifest. Instant gratification and the desire for instant gratification takes that away um, because then you you just don't get to feel that sense of self-satisfaction. So. The first 5, 10, 20 times you sit down, you may not get that ping. I know there are some teachings that the minute you do it, you're right there. That has not been my experience of self or with others. It's, it takes some quieting of the head. I don't think your head has to be completely quiet because mine never is, So, and it seems to work, so – And I think that's a way too high of a bar, but we'll hit that in another podcast about meditation. So being willing to sit, being willing to receive, you've already done fantastic work here. And my belief is that you should pat yourself on the back for that. And then set that intention that the guide wants to talk to you. I promise you they are communicating. It's simply about figuring out what frequency that's on. And the more you relax, the easier that's going to be. So why don't we do that right now? Why don't you take a couple breaths and see if you can get into a little bit more relaxed space than you're in right now? And so, that you can practice that, so that when you go to put your buns in a place and connect with your guides, you already have a little bit of knowledge there. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free, and there is a creation tool right inside the app. And it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless. And something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you. Because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. So welcome back. Did you take a couple breaths? Did you consider that you have a team and that they want to communicate with you as much as you want to communicate with them? One of the things that I bump into working with people is the uh, sense of worthiness. I have found that there's a lot of doubt that lives within us and that can get in the way of communication. And that's part of the reason that you'll hear I tend to take a lighter approach to things because we are way too serious about everything in our life. And just to be clear, drama Is about being serious, so it may look entertaining. But the more you're telling a story, and the more you're digging into a story, and that drama, it feels exciting. That's still too serious. We need to lighten up, because if you want to communicate with these other realms, you you have to raise your vibration up, and that means achieving a space of understanding that not everything is a big deal. You've been communicating with all of this energy your entire life. You just forgot to bring your cognitive brain with you, and that's what we're doing. We're inviting that thinking brain, that amazing computer that sits inside your skull. We're bringing that into this picture so that your five senses can play with your first sense, and then it can be—you can feel collected. You can feel whole within yourself, and from there, you know, have a pretty fun existence here on this planet. So when you're bumping into that, I'm not sure I can do this. This is only for special people. I don't have the ability— my antenna's broken, I didn't get that skill set, whatever the excuse, because it really is, because everybody has it, that your brain is giving you, meet it with compassion. Come back with, I'm sure that's what's been programmed, but, you know, Vicki said I came in with no teeth, naked, trusting that I'd be okay, and that was my intuitive sense. Maybe there's some truth to that. I know that's a stretch, but you'll get there. With the connecting, it does take permission of self to be able to receive from any energy, any realm that we're talking about, that you're worth it and you are. So look at little kids. They have such a good time with their quote-unquote imaginary friends Um, because I don't think they're imagining. If they are, I have been all these years too. So ask them about who helps them. How do they know things that are way beyond their age? Did someone tell them that? Did they receive it somehow? I love when they say, I just know it, because they're giving you the best honest (laughs) answer that exists in this place. So Do you want to communicate with your guides? Because that's also something that I find gets in the way. People say, yes, 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 yes. And then when I tap in, I'm like, "Mm, feeling a no, 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 no. (laughs) So how do we get to maybe I'd like to? Because I can totally understand that it can feel a little overwhelming. And yeah, sometimes you can feel like you're simply having a conversation with self. But that would be okay, too. Because the more we communicate with ourselves, the more we know who we are, the more solid we'll be in the world, the more we can contribute, the better energy we'll be in as as a whole. So do you have a no? Feel into that. Use your emotions and see, is there apprehension in there? It's fine, absolutely fine. And I would even say healthy if there's some level of apprehension, because I want you to be discerning of what you're tapping into. I want you to be picky about what energy you're connecting with because, and I'll do another episode about the other side and get a little bit more into the different levels that are in the astral realm, but there are some game players in the astral realm and you want to make sure that your energy is in a place where you're connecting with the highest intention. So if you... Hold that space of, I'm doing this because I want to know who I am. I want to know who my helpers are. And quite frankly, I don't want to work so hard being a human. Uh, If you're in that energy, you'll be okay. You'll tap into your guides. So they don't need names. There's – and I have names for mine uh, quite, you know – Transparently, I do name them because my human head likes names. Ironically, I remember energy of humans more than I remember their names. But with my guides, I remember their names <laughs> in order to get to know their energy. So yeah, there's a whole lot of process going on there. So, But they don't need names. However, if you hear a name, if you know a name, if you have a download of one, please trust that. Feel it. Test it out. Remember, we talked about the human pendulum and how to decide, how to ask your your body. Of um, you stand with loosey goosey knees, because I do not remember what episode it was, but you stand with loose knees, and you ask yourself, you ask in the name of the light, show me a yes. Your body should sway some direction. Then you say thank you, and the energy will pause. And then you say, in the name of the light, show me your no. And you either go in a different direction or you stop solid. Uh, it's different for everybody. By doing that, you begin to connect with universal energy. But you also get a really good BS meter. So if you practice this, you'll know if you're BSing yourself. And then you can ask of uh, if you're, if somebody's being of the highest integrity, is this fruit really organic? Um, should I go to that uh, play, or should I run the trail run where I'm going to trip in mile four? Um, probably should have run that by the intuitive sensors, but didn't. Anyway, so by having all of these tools, and I know it sounds like a lot, but once you start practicing it, it really does become second nature and. Um, kind of on call is what it becomes. So by connecting and using the human pendulum, you can say, okay, so my main guide's name is Josiah. So is this energy Josiah? And if I went side to side, I would just stop all communication. I, I would say, well, then right now is not a good time to communicate because it might be some... Energy from the astral realm was just trying to be a poop. So I, ask the, you know, I just ask Archangel Michael, come in, clear me out, and they can be on their way. You want to learn how to discern where you are energetically. I can't, I will probably say that a thousand times <laughs> because that's the key. And that's the key to anything, I think, because. If you're asked to participate on a board, you're going to want to tap in energetically. If you're asked to um, to go on a date, you're going to want to tap in energetically. So pretty much much becomes your superpower once you're using it. So as you learn your own guides, I would stick to one or two initially. So look at your life. Where are you right now? What are the areas that you're having challenges in? Those are the guides you want to connect with. If you're already fantastically aligned in your physical endeavors, well, great. Call in some other area that you would like to enhance and and start looking at that because you obviously as a human already have that other element nailed. So, Ask for the forgiveness guide. Maybe you want to tap in with your – try to connect with your most evolved guide, although that one takes a little bit of ladder climbing. <laughs> that one still, I'm like, you? Is it you? I'm not sure. That's, no. Uh, these, uh. It just takes a little bit because you have to so be in that meta, high, high, high frequency area that sometimes I'm like, I think so. Maybe not. Um, so – yeah, let's start with the parking guide first or something along those lines. And but as for the guide that you would like the help with, whatever area, remember, you know, they're they're more um respectful of your information and what you're working through than any friend, therapist, doctor you're going to find. They have HIPAA compliance to the the highest degree. They're not going to tell anyone. You could talk to them about anything. It's very freeing because they're on your side. There's no judgment. So I do, and this is my own personal preference in uh, my striving to watch my life review and know I did the best I could with what I had at the time. I do think about my team and how they are aware of what I'm saying, um, where my intentions are, how I'm living my life, I do use that as a personal um, uh, litmus test. Like, if I feel like, ooh, I wouldn't want the guides to see that or know that, I don't want to be doing that. I don't want to be talking like that or engaging in that behavior. does not mean I'm perfect because that is impossible, people. You cannot be perfect. So what I would love— for you to begin first knowing is that you have every right to have a supportive team around you. And I would love it to be humans as well and included in that and your pets and and experiences and everything. But you already have these Amazing beings that only want the best for you. So maybe you could borrow that if you're having a hard time wanting that for yourself. And you choose this crew before you come in. Like there's this. I, I maybe they should, mine showed up. This is just occurring to me. Maybe that mine, you know, seventeen years later, mine showed up in their team outfits because it is a little bit like the draft, you know, where you're like, "Ooh, that one's really good at relationships." Oh, wait a minute, I need spatial concepts. Hey, where's that guide? I need that guide right now. <laughs> so, um, and the one that's really good at GPS, if that one could show up, I'd really appreciate that. So. Um, It is like a draft. Your soul chooses this group to work with. So you may as well develop the communication so that, again, you don't have to work as hard at the challenging aspects of being human, which I do think is that believing from a humble space that – we are all that in a bag of Doritos because I really like Doritos. <laughs> nacho flavor. Don't give me those other ones. I want straight up. Well, don't give me the nacho flavor either because I don't want to eat them. <laughs> so, how do you feel about your own guide system? How do you feel about your ability to connect? Look at that, pay attention to it, and um, leave yourself a little bit of room for the magic of all of this, because that would be a really good gift to give yourself. So that's the guide realm. And in the next episode, I'm going to talk about the other side, where we go when we croak, what happens, at least to the Vicki perspective of my lifetime of watching, asking way too many questions according to some of the souls, and my own knowing. And yeah, there's some retroactive memory there, so which is really fun. So that's what we're going to talk about. I hope you'll join us in episode 19. So don't forget to subscribe, to review, send comments, let me know what uh, you like, what you'd like to hear about, um, and please join me again in the next episode. Thank you. Vickybear.com. It's time to be your time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut is the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at coach Vicky Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at VickyBaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.